Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Hello there and welcome to episode number 35 of Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. In this episode, we will be discussing John Titor, the alleged time traveller. So please do sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. So yes, for anyone who doesn't know, apparently a time traveller appeared in the year 2000 and jumped on a bulletin board to tell everyone he was here. So we will be discussing the user who went by the name of John Titor. So picture 2000, you know, the internet was still a fairly kind of in its infancy in terms of widespread usage. You know, we're, we're probably in the realms of what, Napster and... AOL. Yeah, AOL. Love it like us. MSN Messenger. We're talking dial-up, but we're talking... Yeah, we've got to be, haven't we? I think... Waiting ten, wait majority, 10 minutes yes. for one pornographic image to load on your 386. Indeed, yeah, 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 yeah. Muffling that modem with some pillows so that your parents didn't hear it kicking off at 12 o'clock at night. Michael, Michael, are you on the internets again? <laughs> Get off the phone, Mum. I'm trying to download something. <laughs> it's a naughty picture of a woman. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't admit that. <laughs> it seems so quaint now, though, doesn't it? I know, I know. <laughs> so he appeared on this bulletin board. I don't know which bulletin board it was, but he appeared on a bulletin board claiming to be a time traveller from 2036, which, if you think about it now, is 15 years away, and claimed that he'd come back in time to retrieve an IBM 5100 computer from 1975. So it's it's a proper old school computer that is probably about the size of a briefcase. I think in one video I watched, the guy said it weighed about 23 kilograms. Yeah. It's so a it's big, a big old it's a big, wacky well, it's thing. A big old 1970s computer. It would be a big thing, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he'd, on the, his way back to the future... No, to the past. Um, from no, 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 on his way... Back to the future. Oh, we'd already from been 1975. to 75. Okay. Yeah. So he'd already been to 75 and picked up this computer, this and a IBM sports computer, almanac. and a sports almanac, had decided to stop off in the year 2000 to see his parents, as you do. Did he find that not okay. much had changed, but they live underwater? No, because that's, 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 that's the year 3000. Yeah. <laughs> so... In, in his post, he claimed that he was able to travel through time thanks to a temporal displacement unit that was made by the company General Electric. So obviously GE are a big company. And that it was powered by two topspin dual positive singularities, which produced a standard offset tipler sinusoid. Yeah, obviously, everyone knows what one of them is. Right well, I, I, I get problems with my sinusoids sometimes, and I've got like this yeah. weird, weird, weird little thing I have to squeeze up there to try yeah, and clear them out. So I'm assuming it's something like that. Some kind of nostril yeah. nostril cannon that fires you through time. Indeed, yeah. And that he said he would provide photos of this device that lets him travel through time. Yeah, yeah. And he did. Oh. Right. So okay. he posted these photographs of what looked to be like a, a rectangular black box with a lid on it that had loads of switches and dials. And then there was another picture of it mounted in the back of a 1967 Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> And apparently that's how he travelled through time, was using a time-travelling 1967 Chevy. Not a DeLorean. 
I was going to say, has, do you think this man might have been inspired, or that rather General Electric might have been inspired in the year 2036 by the film Back by to the Future? Back I to mean, the it, Future, it, it, it's still It's still considered a classic in 2021. So, Indeed. You know, there's, just, I know I laughed, I know you laughed, the idea of mounting this time travel machine in a car, but surely... If you're inspired by Back to the Future to create a time travel machine, where else would you put it? Well, it happened with Star Trek. Star Trek and mobile phones. Their, their, their communicators in the original Star Trek were like flip communicators, and then we had flip phones. Dick Tracy yeah, talking into his watch. We got that now. There are a lot of things that now exist that are inspired by movies. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But not, not necessarily um, inspired by time traveling liars indeed so now he did give some detailed predictions about the future he, he did, did predict that the olympics would be cancelled which they were they were because of covid obviously yeah which, which, which olympics did he say yeah, were going to be cancelled just, uh, just an, in general olympics no, no, just 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 definitely not an olympics in the past that wasn't the one that got cancelled because of covid i think it was something like 2004 or something like that yeah. He predicted that election voting systems would be hacked. Which haven't which hasn't happened yet. Not that we know of. Depends who you talk um, to, Mike. Depends who you talk to. And but the, the the big predictions he made didn't actually happen. So there was uh, he predicted there'd be a worldwide nuclear war in twenty fifteen. Well, hang on. Just just, a- just 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 hold on for a second. These aren't predictions if he's a time traveller, are they? They're things that he remembers or that he's read in history books. Yes. So, but obviously you know, th- these didn't happen. No, well, so no. Maybe he changed time so that these didn't happen. We we can come back to that certainly. Yeah. Okay. And another one that was that there'd be a civil war in America in two thousand and four. But yeah, he stipulate that he was from an alternative timeline, so these things may not happen. Oh, so yeah. So therefore, therefore on our timeline, you could Convenient. never prove that he was a time traveller. Well, he did say that part of his mission was to not be believed. <laughs> Well, that's great then, because he's done a fucking great job. <laughs> Mission accomplished, John. <laughs> so the 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 reason he was coming back for this particular computer though was that in his timeline, nuclear war had wiped out all the computers, and that he needed the IBM. This is where it gets a little bit weird. So he needed the IBM to debug the computers that they had in the future claiming that it had the ability to read the older IBM programming languages in addition to APL and BASIC, and that he needed it for the debugging of the legacy hardware that they had, and stated that Unix has a problem in 2038, which doesn't really, like, that's just a really random thing at the end of his post. Unix has a problem in 2038. So, didn't didn't he travel from 2036? How would he yeah, know? but if he can travel back in time and travel back to 2036, then he can travel forwards into 2038, can't he? Well, we're all sure. travelling forwards in time, Mike. Well, we are We are travelling forwards through time. So the interesting thing, and I watched a video about this where the guy was saying, well, interestingly enough, and saying a guy back in 2000 shouldn't have known about this, but there is a new Y2K bug that is about, that they know about, and it's to do with... The fact that on the 19th of January 2038 at 3.14 a.m. and 7 seconds, all computers that use a 32-bit system are going to revert to thinking they're in 1970. What? Okay. Is this, this is real? Is that- because, it, yeah, yeah. Huh. Because it's something to do with the way that they, they compute in minutes and that they can only compute up to something like 
two billion one hundred and forty five million or whatever minutes. It's all gonna it bi- like a binary count and things, isn't it? It's yeah. gonna fall over, yeah. When it when it gets to a certain point it can't go any further, so it reverts back to the the earliest time, which for all computers is nineteen seventy, for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay, okay, so even accepting that and the fact that already most computers are 64-bit rather than 32. but Indeed, yeah. yeah. Ignoring that, I mean, there will be things that run on really old software and hardware because, you know, we've all worked in places that run on old machines, you know, in the UK. I work for the NHS, Matt. It's rough. Exactly, yeah, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you you have you have to wind yours up to make them start. I've only just got Windows Ten. That's pretty advanced. Is it? But the yeah, but but I I don't understand how having a computer from 1975 would allow you to solve that problem. So I can get onto that. So it was to do with the way that the they could use the computer to debug. So apparently, a former IBM engineer called Bob Dubke appeared on this forum and was validated as being a former IBM engineer. Yeah. Who actually said, well, actually, yeah, the 5100 actually does have a hidden feature that IBM put onto it where it, it uses a 360 emulator that's hidden within the computer itself that can be used for debugging and emulating other hardware, uh, other software programs. So he's, he's par- so this guy's number one suspect or num- num- number one person to get in and ask who his friend is who's pretending to be a time well, maybe, traveller. Maybe, but apparently IBM refused to confirm or deny that this emulator ever existed. But apparently it's been it's been found and proven. Okay, and now all well and good. So whoever whoever's pretending to be a time traveller knows about computers, yeah. or or at least enough to be able to you know make up a story about why he needs an old computer yeah like great okay. and then john but, but okay so he th- th- this guy let's just say john john who's not a time traveler knows about computers <laughs> enough it's something that most people don't know so he can then use that to tr- make himself seem legitimate but it's still got nothing to yes. do with time travel that hasn't that's that's i know something travel, about yeah. computers and that there's going to be a yeah. problem in the code in what would at the time have been 36 years that doesn't prove he's a time traveller. That proves he knows about computers. Indeed. Indeed. And then he, he vanished. He vanished. Well, he went back back to the future, didn't he? He went With back Doc. to the future, back yeah. to 2036, yeah. It's not you, it's your kids. But no one, no one actually <laughs> met him. Scott Murray. <laughs> he, was just, he was just somebody posting though, wasn't he? That was just like a pseudonym or something, wasn't it? Was he yeah, not? and then he stopped posting. So he yeah. disappeared. He posting, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he got. Bored he went back or... to the future. Okay, that must be what it is. Yeah, I'm rolling yeah. my eyes. But I mean, like, you can't see me. All, 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 all those predictions. You know, which, which again, if he's a time traveler, they're not predictions. They should be facts. You know, it, this will happen. This is due to happen. Um, because it, 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 I, I don't know how old he claimed to be, but even if he was too young to have been alive in 2005. I know when the Second World War happened, and that's a lot longer ago. You know, most people know when the Second World War happened, and that's a lot longer ago. You're not going to get that wrong. You know, you, you know, if, if there was supposed to be a civil war in America in 2004, 2005, then it, it, you're not going to be off by a magnitude of, you know, if one happened tomorrow, which, you know, let's be fair, it's not that far off, you're, you're 16 years out. That's like that's like if I was that if I was elected to time travel back to 1934 and say, oh yeah, you you might have a world war in I don't know a couple of years or something maybe. 
I'd know when it started, especially because wasn't he supposed to be a military guy? Yeah, he, he, he claimed that he was 13 years old in 2011, so born in 98, and that he joined the Fighting Diamondbacks, which was a shotgun infantry unit in Florida. It seems a bit weird that you'd have a shotgun fighting unit. Not at all. Not in Florida. That, sound, that sounds so on point for Florida. That's the most <laughs> believable thing he said. Well, yeah. Yeah. Is he um, a self-proclaimed military man or was he do we think he was actually in the Yeah, military? well yeah, I've, I've just I've just I've just brought up Wikipedia cuz I'll be honest I didn't even look at Wikipedia for any of this stuff. I was looking at other things, but on Wikipedia it says here that Title claimed that the Everett Wheeler model of physic quantum physics better known as many worlds interpretation was correct. And according to Title this caused a new time stream to form because of his time travel thus making his predictions non-falsifiable. Well, that, that, that essentially is like the, uh, the Avengers Endgame uh, time travel method, isn't it? Where there's branching yes. timelines. But, yeah. so the, the, but again, the issue there is that the, if, if you can't prove it, then this is already debunking itself. Because if he's, from, yeah. if he's, not, he's not a time traveller, if he's from a different reality. Yeah. He's, he's he's a reality hopper. He's an interdimensional tourist. Exactly, yeah. Or a liar. Yes. So you don't you don't think he was a, a real time traveller then? Personally, no, not in the slightest. It it's and, and 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 I think this is one of those things that is actually a known hoax. You know, they it it, it, it it's it, so, it's something yeah. that people accept to be false. I I think because it's so easily provable to be wrong because of those things that he said were going to happen that none of them have happened. You know, he didn't warn us about COVID, did he, the prick? There's, <laughs> you know, there, there, there is no, you know, there, there, there's nothing in what he said that is at all ver verifiable outside of something that he knew about an IBM computer from 1975, which is the opposite of time travel. Yeah. So some clever people um, did some investigation and managed to link the IP address that was used at the time to geolocated it to Kissimmee in Florida. I'll kiss that, you whenever you want, Mike. It's believed that the hoax was actually perpetuated by a guy called Larry Haber, who is an entertainment lawyer and CEO, apparently, of the John Title Foundation. Ah. There was, yeah, so n not only was there a, uh, a foundation that was set up while, while this hoax was being perpetrated. John Titor was also registered as a trademark, wasn't it? So, you know, and again, it's going back to the grift. Why not try and make some money out of something if you've got people to believe it? I would. Yeah, yeah. And the, the belief is that uh, Haber's brother, Richard, who's actually a computer scientist. Helpful, um, helpful. Helped him to kind of perpetuate this hoax. So I would have known the computery stuff. Yeah. The interesting um, thing I think is that um like if you if you look at the name, which is clearly a pseudonym, John Titor is actually an anagram of total bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now it, we know it's not because there's too many letters in total bullshit. Oh, you saw through my joke, Mike. I did. I did. Yeah, but it's like it's one of those things like you think if someone was actually a time traveller, surely they would come back with real proof they were from the future or they just wouldn't turn up and then announce, hey, everyone, I'm from yeah. the future. I mean, that's the thing. So, OK, we, we, we can talk about the time travel thing in general. Let's say 
somebody could time travel. They would not, well, they, they would either want to announce it to the world and usher in a new era of technological mm. superiority or save us from ourselves because there's an impending disaster or whatever it might be. You know, it wouldn't be on, it wouldn't be on a chat board. It would be... Like a rival. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Or the more likely thing with a time traveller would be They'd be here on holiday, wouldn't they? They'd be here to, you know, yeah. have a look what life was like, but they wouldn't want to they wouldn't want to bring any attention to themselves. That's far more likely. If some if if there are time travelers amongst us, listeners, and maybe there are, who knows? Uh, if, but if there are time travelers amongst us, then I think it's far more likely that they would be time tourists and that they'd be here yeah. to, you know, see see what life was like, you know, back in the good yeah. old days. I mean, if, if there are any time travellers listening to the podcast right now, if you could send us an email two months ago, that would be great. <laughs> um, but I yeah, the, I mean... The thing is, Mike, I don't, I, I've got emails from more, longer than two months ago that I haven't read, so it could have happened. <laughs> Jesus, how do you live? Quite well. The, that's the thing, though. Like, You wouldn't travel back to 1975 and then just stop off in 2000. Well, no, you I mean, go straight it, it, back to where you came from. He, he had he had a reason for that. He said that he was visiting his family. Well, yeah, true. His family, where he would have been a two-year-old. Yeah, maybe maybe his one of his parents died young or something, or when he was young, and he yeah, wanted maybe. to he wanted to spend some more time with them. You know, don't don't judge him for having emotions. So knocks on the door. Hi, mum and dad. I'm your son from the future. Yeah, why not? Dad, don't go and buy milk from that superstore. Yeah, he, he would just have to be very careful not to make physical contact with his younger self, because as we know Indeed, from yeah. the the uh, legitimate time travel movie Time Cop, if you do that, then you'll explode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would like to say that I have watched The Time Traveller's Wife, which I'm going to guess that you pair probably haven't because it's a bit chick flicky. No, but I couldn't even tell you who's in it. I'm not Rachel McAdams. Right, yeah, have you watched it? No, I haven't, but I, oh, okay, I remember what's in things. And who is her husband? The tall, dark-haired fella. Oh, Matthew Eric, McConaughey. No, Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Yes. And he does actually meet Is he him. an actual time traveller? Yeah, so he kind of, he, he kind of like, he evaporates and then ends up in another time. So he can't choose where he's going. Um, and it just happens to him and then he'll end up at another point. It can be in the future, it can be in the past. And he does actually meet up with himself, you know, if he's... Because when he turns up, he's always naked, obviously. So we can get to see Eric Barner with no clothes on. And sometimes he needs a bit of help. And he will... He looks after himself. And it's actually... Mm. It's it it does make you think actually that it was quite a clever movie the way it the way it worked because he went forward and backwards in time so he got to know his wife when she was a little girl but he do you know what I mean so she's she'd known him since I don't since she I don't was feel little. comfortable with that I'm it not was, gonna lie <laughs> no no I, I it, don't let's just let's stop discussing this right the, now the, the, the time groomer's wife but, exactly yeah. well, it is a little bit like that but yeah but he doesn't. He obviously only goes back to visit her when he's much older. And then, oh, I don't know. It's very confusing. It's this taken, is even it's, worse. It's taken Stop me- talking, Lisa. You're going down a rabbit hole we don't <laughs> want to go in. It does make sense when you watch it. They, they've done quite a good job. Yeah. But he does meet up with himself and the whole world doesn't come to a I mean, uh, come to a everyone knows the best time travel film of all time is... Star Trek IV, uh, The Journey Home. No, no. That's oh. the second best time travel okay. film. Time Bandits is the best time travel film. I, I know... Uh, hot tub time machine. Time traveling little people. Right. Okay. I don't think I've seen it. It's good. It's a Terry Gilliam film. So it's batshit crazy. So John Titor, we've kind of 
we've dismissed a little bit, haven't we? But what do we think of... John Shito, more like. <laughs> what do Bull Shito. Do you not believe any of it? No. What do we think of time no, travel is in, in general, though? Like, have you seen these photographs? That you uh, see? I've I mean, got... I, I do have this... I think I've said it before on podcasts where I believe that UFOs could potentially be time-travelling machines us, from the future. Us from the future, yeah. I, I think that's one of the things that Mr. Titor said, was that he... Because time travel, obviously, based on what he said, is going to be possible within 15 years of now. So he, he said that he thinks that, you know, people from even further in the future might be considered aliens today. He might have been one of the first people to to tout that theory that you hold dear, yeah. Mike. Did you... Wait, you say that about like time travel in 15 years time but did you see in the news this week that they've and accidentally they created it but they created a tiny warp bubble oh no okay what does that mean what is it yeah so a warp bubble is if i remember rightly from my star trek science like the 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 ships in star trek the warp core generates a massive bubble around the ships which allows them to then travel at light speed through the galaxy right it effectively kind of Bends time and space. Yeah, but that that, and, that allows you to travel faster than light, doesn't it? But it doesn't yes, necessarily so, allow you to travel through time. No, no. But what I'm saying is the fact that the, they've they've managed to create this tiny warp bubble means that if they can harness that and make bigger warp bubbles, then maybe within fifty to a hundred years time, maybe we might also, have also bear in mind space travel. If a scientist says I've accidentally created a warp bubble that doesn't necessarily mean that, that warp bubble works like it does in star trek because one well that is one, true one of true. those things is made up but some of science's happiest accidents have been just that penicillin that's all i'm gonna say penicillin it was created accidentally wasn't it it, it was yeah we're going way off topic now anyway let's bring it back let's bring it back okay we're so so one, yeah one of the one of the things that I did think reading about this was that it's quite, and I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this bit because Eddie again can't be with us. Although we have had word from Beta Reticulon that he is safe and that he's very happy, being very well looked after by the Chinese government. I mean, by by the Beta <laughs> Reticulons, and he will be returned to us soon. But yeah, I, I think this is something that Eddie would bring up if 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 if, if he were here, which is that it's quite reminiscent of. Q and QAnon and this kind of fanciful insider knowledge that is being offered by somebody on a chat board, which has then been kind of accepted and grown legs and extended by a whole number of other people who want to believe that it's true. I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get into Q and QAnon. That's not, you know, this is a paranormal podcast. That's not for this podcast. Yeah, and that 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 stuff's a different kind of weird. But it it just I I thought there was some reminiscence of that there. Something where somebody is you know claiming to have knowledge, putting it out on a for and into a forum that is you know unmanaged, unfettered, where you can say anything you like, and people clung to it and thought there was something more to it than there probably was. Mm, Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's always going to be the people who want to believe. Mike, there's nothing wrong with wanting to believe, Lisa. <laughs> no, and actually, just in the right things. We, yeah, we've discussed no, th- plenty of things that I want to believe in, but um, I think yeah. what, what, one of the big differences between the two is that most people now realise that John Titor was a hoax, and that when all the things that he said were going to happen didn't happen, people stopped believing in it. Whereas with Q, that carries on today. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, well, that's that's another sceptic washout. 
for uh, well, that th- that was an easy one on this one. I think before we started, we all knew this was a no. We all knew, yeah, we did, we did. I, we did. I'd this never heard of him. Shot. I'd never heard of him, but um, it was it's interesting, you know. Yeah. Kind of interesting what people can make up for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like how yeah. bored how bored must this fella have been? Really? Mm. Shits and giggles, Lisa. Just shits and giggles. So, yeah, that's been our episode on John Title. Thank you ever so much for listening. If you enjoy what you hear on Skeptics and Believers, please do like and subscribe. And get in contact with us at skepticsandbelieverspodcast at gmail.com. Share with us your stories. Send us your suggestions. Follow us on Twitter, which is S&B Pod and the number one. Or go on the gram at Skeptics Believers Pod, where you can see our continuing skeptic calendar in the run-up to Christmas. So we have one more episode left of this season of Skeptics and Believers, which is going to be our Christmas special, which we'll release on Christmas Eve. So please do tune into that because we're going to be talking about Krampus. So until then, please do take care of yourselves. This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website.